So who needs a change of scenery right now? Oh, everyone in the world? So it's good that Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere. We're not just talking about apartments, but houses, townhomes, condos, and all matter of domiciles from the oh-so-cozy to, did I just hear an echo in here? And from the 3D virtual tours, you can search for your special somewhere from anywhere. So stretch those fingers across a keyboard and change your scenery on Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back here for your Circle Finale Roundtable coverage. As we are here to talk about the final episode of uh, The Circle Season 2. And if you did not watch it and do not want to be spoiled, uh, you have about uh, (laughs) 10 to 15 seconds to get out of here because we are going to be spoiling uh, all things Circle for everybody who's seen all of Season 2 of the circle on netflix and uh with that congratulations to trevor aka delisa and baby joey uh for uh the big win in the circle season two uh here to talk about it we've got another great panel to talk about no catfishes here as far as we know uh let's uh welcome back the great uh, chantelle francis is here chantelle how are you I'm doing great. This is probably one of the first times in reality TV where I'm getting the winner that I actually wanted to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I'm really happy with how things went down. It's been a really enjoyable season, so I'm going to happy to talk about it today. Okay. So, uh, excited to uh, talk about uh, this uh, circle finale with you. Uh, back with us. Uh, very excited to chat some circle with Puya. I'm yeah, how very are excited you? as well. I'm good. I'm good. Um, this is now what the third finale of the circle I've watched in about a month. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. And there are quite a few comparisons between the last two seasons I've seen. And I'm sure the next person you're going to introduce has some things to say about that as well. Okay. But no, so it was a fun finale. All right, here he is walking slow motion, 60 frames per second down the hallway. <laughs> Here he is, the king of the live feeds, uh, the master of yogurt. Uh, here he is, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Biscuit, uh, Mr. Robot, Taryn Armstrong. Here I am, ready to go, looking for a third spot in someone's marriage. Let's do it. <laughs> don't, don't put that out there. <laughs> the DMs are coming, Taryn. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Oh, I guess, boy. look, the Big Brother live feeds are over and Taryn's got to <laughs> stay busy. You know, I just, I'm really inspired by Chloe, you know? <laughs> yeah, Taryn, how are you doing? Uh, doing well. Excited to uh, to talk about this finale. I think there was uh, some interesting uh, things to get to. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, If you got questions for us here live uh, later on in the episode, uh, we'll uh, jump uh, jump in and take some questions. If you want to go ahead and uh, fire up your comments here, if you're watching us uh, live on YouTube or Twitch, Uh, love to hear your thoughts on not just the finale, but the circle as a whole. Uh, And so it is uh, Trevor is the winner, uh, a.k.a. Delisa. And I have to say. That uh, I came into this a, a little bit shocked, uh, Chantel. I kind of felt like that when Mitchell went out, I said, well, I feel like that River and Courtney aren't going to rate Trevor high. And so that's probably it for Trevor. 
I actually was thinking uh, the opposite. I was thinking that it was the best chance for River, uh, for Trevor to win because I thought that people wouldn't necessarily put him in first place. For most of the season, he was like second or third. And so I thought that all the first place and the bottom places would cancel each other out and that he might be able to bump up at the top by being maybe second or third place with most people. So I actually was hoping and expecting for him to win um, if everybody else was kind of voting slightly strategically. Yeah. Taryn, uh, was this shocking for you at all? Uh, no, definitely not. I mean, uh, I think something that, that we talked about on, on some of the recaps was that, um, you know, the fact that there is a trio in the game in the final five uh, lends towards the idea that Trevor might be able to win because Trevor will be the safe option that is not a new guy but still uh, not likely to receive a lot of first place ratings, but still will probably get one from at least Chloe. And thus uh, it was, was pretty likely to win in this spot. Losing Mitchell actually was, was pretty good for uh, Trevor. I, I think that Mitchell probably would have rated Trevor pretty highly, but if he had, I think that uh, players like uh, John or whoever else might've been in that final five likely would have put Trevor last and it would have canceled out and Trevor would have lost. Mm -hmm. Did the Kardashians blow it? Yes, yes. And I think ultimately (laughs) when it comes to ratings, at the the final ratings in the circle, you got to figure out how and who's going to win based on are they going to vote with their hearts or are they going to vote strategically? And more often than not, I feel like when people choose to go strategically at that stage, they don't get the result they want. I feel like the ones that go strategic never end up getting victorious. Ultimately here, I think they split the difference because not all of them went strategic and not all of them went hard. So that doesn't help them out at all. But I do agree that once Trevor loses Mitchell, it's better for him. Because let's say the shoe was on the other foot and one of River or Courtney were the ones to leave. I think that the remaining person would have had a better shot because they're going to be discounted more and they're less likely to get tanked as a result. Mm-hmm. People will be focusing on the bigger piece of the pie, which is the Kardashian, which is this three-headed charge going through the the apartment complex easily. So okay. I think ultimately they biffed it a little bit. So working off of that, did River, in fact, blow it and not vote out Courtney when he was the super secret influencer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that uh, if River votes out Courtney, then John is under the assumption that the Mitchell, Trevor, Chloe thing is a trio and that River's on the bottom and River likely gets first from John. Uh, Courtney's not there to give River third, which was devastating to River's chances. Um, and uh, Courtney still probably puts River high. Uh, and Trevor probably feels comfortable still putting River high. So River potentially wins. Whoa. Okay. Um. All right, this worked out better. I, I feel like that. Uh, <laughs> at least it's easy to root for. I, it's uh, we have our first uh, catfish winner of uh the circle Netflix. But uh, I take it this is not the first time a catfish has won uh, any edition of the circle. No. <laughs> is it more common that a catfish wins? As um, of right now, it is more common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not including the foreign language versions, which I have not watched. Mm-hmm. So in the UK, it's two to one. Um, and then in Bra- Brazil was a non-catfish. I have not finished France, so I cannot give you the Francais results mm-hmm. just yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chantel, I'm interested to know about how your opinion of uh, Chloe has been on this season. I know you watched her on Too Hot to Handle. Uh, did you enjoy uh, Chloe's run here on The Circle? 
I mean, I absolutely loved Chloe. Um, she's really unapologetically herself. She's boy crazy. She's young. She's comfortable being herself and open. And so I think it's really fun to watch. Um, I wasn't necessarily rooting for her to win. I know she was a fan favorite, but I didn't want her to, to be an import coming in and taking the win from one of these players from the U.S. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really rooting for her to win, but I really enjoyed having her as a presence in, in the circle. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Listen, circle familia, Chloe is going to be fine. Okay. She is going to be an influencer. She's got all her dreams are going to come true. Uh, You don't have to worry about Chloe. She's going to be fine. She's going to be on Love is Blind next. Uh, (laughs) Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. Uh, They should have her host uh, season two of Too Hot to Handle. Maybe she becomes Lana. Why not? Why not? Yeah, uh, yeah they give, let her be the voice of the little device that uh, talks to people and takes their money away when they hook up. That's th- that's fine. Also, Netflix is going to find something for Chloe. Don't worry. Uh, this was, uh, you know, uh, best case scenario with this final two. I think the problem with Chloe is the host of that show is that she will be causing them to lose the show. Yeah, right? she might hook like, up with people and then yeah, uh, lose the money. <laughs> Oh, hey there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Um, so, Taryn, that from what I understand, uh, have you worked out the logic puzzle of who rated uh, whom where? I did. I, I did work out. I, I love I love logic puzzles. Uh, and this was a fun <laughs> one to work out. So um, there are a couple of things. They have not released the final ratings publicly. Um, but we, based on what we saw in the episode, the confirmed ratings, you can puzzle out where pretty much all of the other ratings go according to the final results. But you do have to keep in mind that uh, it, it's theoretically possible, I think, that there were some ties in the lower ratings that they just didn't say there that, that there were ties just because they broke the tie without telling us because it might have interrupted the flow of revealing the winner. Um, so assuming there are no ties... The ratings are, are, are this, right? River put Courtney in first place. Trevor in second place. Chloe in third place. And John last. Uh, and that was one of the more surprising ones to me because this switch up of Trevor and Chloe, Trevor second, Chloe third, is actually what gave Trevor the win. I mean, pretty much any rating of Trevor gave Trevor the win because it's all incredibly <laughs> close. Um, but this is, I think the most expected Chloe over Trevor and it went Trevor over Chloe. And if this is the case, this is the one I would point to as the most abnormal in terms of this one gave Trevor the win. Do we have any reason why River, who, uh, was feuding with Trevor at times, uh, was Trevor, uh, called River out over the painting and, uh, was it a sense of guilt? Does anybody have any working theories? I mean, my my only theory is that, or my, two theories. One is that uh, he thought, you know what, Trevor needs the money more. Uh, two, even though he was rating with his heart, he was like, I'll just do one little switch up here just to give myself a little bit more of a chance um, and, uh, and went with that. Uh, or, you know, something is off and this is not true. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes when someone has had the number one slot as much as chloe has there is a safe assumption they make that hey she's gonna be fine other people will rate her high let me bump her down for my own sake potentially just to maybe like weasel my way in further up that way it's kind of especially if you're someone like river who clearly said that they were going with heart first 
this is a good way to justify it of, well, I'm not going to ruin their ratings. I'm just kind of like everyone else will nice them, so it'll be fine for me. Let me just like be a little sneaky. But then more often than not, that could be the difference maker right there. Okay. And it may also have been that, uh, you know, he said if it's not him, he wants it to be Courtney. Maybe he also felt like, hey, if I put Chloe a little bit lower, that gives Courtney a little bit more of a chance yeah. if it's not me. Okay. Uh, yeah, that- 100% though, agree though that like they, it was all about Chloe and, and taking Chloe down. I don't think that he was even factoring in the Trevor portion of it. I think it was an, a complete oversight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's River. Who else you got, Taryn? All right. So uh, Courtney um, put John in first place. Um, now, uh, he, we know he also put River in third place. Uh, theoretically, these other two could be interchangeable, but I strongly feel that he put Chloe in second place and Trevor in fourth place. Um, so uh, it's possible he put clever, clever Trevor in second place and Chloe in fourth place, yeah. but that would mean that John put Chloe first and Trevor third, which I don't think happened. Yeah. Chloe so, and Trevor, uh, that's a great ship name for them. Clever. Too bad it yeah. didn't work out for the Beyonce and Jay-Z of the circle. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. So Courtney actually uh, did pretty well in these ratings. I think he overestimated River's chances. If he had put Chloe uh, below River, he would have tied Chloe for second place. Um, but he did the best that he could, assuming that he did put Trevor last. Mm. Okay. Uh, who else you got, Taryn? So John, as I said, theoretically could have put Chloe first, Trevor third, but uh, given what they were saying during the ratings, uh, it seems very unlikely to me that that happened. So uh, for John, I think it's Trevor first, Chloe second, or sorry, Courtney second, Chloe third, and River was last for uh, for John. That seems um, like a know- betrayal for John. Uh, look, they're strategic players. Uh, Lisa had been rating strategically the whole time. Uh, you know, Jack had been rating strategically the whole time. So it's not super surprising. I think that they were pumping River up in order to to pull him down, and this. This definitely, this combined with the Courtney rating, uh, the two people that had been supporting River all season uh, definitely are the reason why River lost the game because I'll tell you, both Chloe and Trevor put River second. So if his allies had put River high, uh, River would have won this game. Okay. Uh, And then uh, we've got what, Chloe's? Chloe, yes. Chloe put Trevor first, River second. um, And then these bottom two are interchangeable for both Chloe and Trevor. Uh, one of them put Courtney third, one of them put John last. If I had to guess, I would say that Chloe put Courtney third and John last since she said she rated with her heart. Um, and then Trevor had almost the uh, exact same ratings with Chloe first, River second, and then just a slightly different um, bottom two, John third and Courtney last. Uh, but again, they could have changed that up. It could have been Trevor put Courtney third and John last and Chloe put Courtney third uh, or John third and Courtney last. But Either way, uh, pretty similar ratings. Yeah. Um, Seems like uh, John was really drawing dead here. Yes. Um, With both Chloe, with all three of Chloe, Trevor, and River putting John uh, either third or fourth, um, it uh, it was there was no hope here. Even though Courtney put John first, which again Courtney probably had the best strategic ratings uh, of anyone. Um, Just a slight mix up between Chloe and River. Um, putting John first was great because it was a complete burned first place. Yeah. Do you feel like that it was uh, Delisa did anything especially right with her ratings to ultimately earn her the win? Um, not particularly. She, I mean, obviously, by putting Chloe first place, uh, she gave 
her biggest competition the most chance to beat her. Uh, so that was not mm-hmm. uh, not great. Um, putting Courtney last uh, definitely helped uh, pull Courtney out of uh, winning the game. Um, but uh, and putting River second was a good call, considering that Courtney and John both dogged River in the ratings. Um, but ultimately, I think that it would have been better for Trevor if uh, she had put uh, perhaps you know John and River number one and two, yeah. Chloe and Courtney last. All right. Uh, does anybody else have anything else about the ratings? What well, seems actually like John him putting Trevor first was actually what sealed the win for. Yeah. For, for Trevor. John putting Trevor first and River putting Trevor over Chloe were the two biggest things mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So, Puya, um, yeah. we have uh, Trevor as the, the winner of the season. Uh, that How do you think that this changes uh, the way that future circle players uh, might come in and play the game? Is there anything that they will take away from the story of Trevor's win? Yeah, it's interesting because I think before we get to the result, before we got to the finale, I think a lot of people would have been worried of, hey, what's going to stop future players from coming in, just making a group of three and riding it out? Like, What's going to stop them from doing that? And then when none of those three win, it kind of opens up, okay, maybe that's not the ideal strategy. So I think moving forward, it at least makes it so that that isn't a clear-cut must-do to win potentially moving forward, which is a good thing because I do think that that would – dull it a little bit as far as the circle goes yeah Chantel, I, I think that we got the better winner for the future of the show between uh trevor and chloe because i feel like that chloe in a lot of ways i feel like was very similar to joey the first winner of the season just being like the super excited uh thirsty person who's gonna <laughs> flirt with everything that moves and just be like a uh, super nice and outgoing and in the case here of Trevor, uh, we got somebody who was uh, a lot more like cunning and strategic all along the way. I actually think that what I'm taking away is like maybe the way for a woman to win the circle is to catfish as a man and get into a showman's with a non-catfish woman. It seems like that's a, kind of a pattern hmm. that it, it has been working. Um, so. Yes, I think it's a definitely a better um, strategic winner. Um, I wouldn't have been satisfied necessarily if Chloe were to be the one that won. I like the fact that Delisa has a family and that she was really playing hard um, for a, a cause that I could see and I can I could support. And so I think it definitely a better winner was with Delisa slash Trevor. Yeah, I mean, again, like, uh, you know, spoilers for the other two seasons <laughs> that aired here. Um, in the UK, but uh, we just watched three seasons of The Circle back-to-back, Celebrity UK, UK Season uh, 3, and this season. All three of them had female winners that were catfishing as men who were very flirty. Um, <laughs> two of them got into relationships, one of them did not. It was the celebrity version. It was too short to be in, uh, to, for people to go into relationships, but mm-hmm. uh, all three of them had uh, female winners that were catfishing as men who flirted uh, a lot. Chantel, what does this say about uh, the circle <laughs> and life? I mean, I think it's saying that we are a lot more willing to award men with uh, with wins. Um, it's just it seems a little bit harder, more challenging for a woman playing as themselves to get the win in our society, right? Hmm. It seems so. Interestingly, all three of them won due to strategic voting, people thinking that they would not win. Um, so... Uh, that that is worth noting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And women might be better writers for men uh, than men are themselves. I would Maybe. co-sign that. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> that's fair. But uh, Trevor did have a lot of uh, strategic moves all through the course of the season. I mean, going back to the uh, first couple episodes where uh, Trevor was sort of like on the outs with Savannah, if you remember all the way back to the first week, where... Uh, it was like a late night call to uh, that Trevor opened up a circle chat with Savannah and then ultimately had Savannah do a 180 uh, before the first saving, which then uh, caused Savannah to then make Trevor safe in the first round, which really ignited the war between uh, Savannah and Terralisha. That was like the whole like starting point of the season. Yeah, Tre- Trevor went from probable first boot, considering that the two people that suspected that she was catfishing right away bonded over the fact that they thought she was fishy because hashtag I'm a fun guy too mm-hmm. um, <laughs> was a huge mistake. Yeah, but she manages to uh, to as you said win Savannah over and cause those two people, the people, two, two people who were coming after her, uh, even though they became influencers. They end up fighting with each other. She is protected by uh, Savannah. And then both of them them end up leaving. And Trevor is left with people who like Trevor. Uh, And uh, massive, massive result from that one uh, conversation. And definitely a a clutch move. Yeah. And I think that um, the lesson to take from Trevor's win, from Delisa's win, is that uh, she never squandered any opportunities. Literally, when it came to the flirting, she said she didn't want to do that. But then when Chloe comes at her, she does not stop. She goes all in and even points when she felt uncomfortable proceeding because it had already passed the threshold. She had to keep in character and had to keep pushing. She studied a lot. She was definitely well-versed in everything that her husband, Trevor, mm-hmm. was to be ready to portray him, which was phenomenal. And I think ultimately she wasn't afraid to make moves along the way like at the very end of the game the writing's on the wall with the kardashians and there's still a late surge from trevor to try and change something which i thought was very very good as well and one thing that i think is honestly the biggest skill to be in the circle is surviving and being close to the top but not getting influencer every time i think that is very criminally underrated in the game because when you get to the end rankings someone like chloe is easily popular Oh, I can I can rank her down one. Someone like River, easily popular. I can rank them down one. Trevor, there's no saying what's going to happen, and that's you want to be ambiguous at the final rankings. So it was all overall phenomenally done. Yeah, um, I'm actually also um, surprised though that they didn't catch her when she did the curly and calculated photo because it was kind of a nice picture, and everybody else was kind of just like words or like a a bad drawing of a Santa. But then we saw that she had won in that mannequin challenge that Trevor won with like the rosy cheeked mannequin. So I would have put two and two together that like, hey, those are the only two people that seem to have any sort of creative sensibilities with their drawing skills. And so I would have definitely pegged that that picture was done by Trevor. Not to mention, uh, here's a good uh, comment. This is from uh, Bryant on Twitch. I'm not sure if this is Bryant from the circle. Uh, (laughs) Scotty Pippen was a $100,000 guest. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. that could have been like a Emily with the makeup moment uh, <laughs> if she didn't get Scotty Pippen. Yeah, because again, uh, Trevor also relied on Chloe giving her that first place. Um, and if Chloe can, Chloe had had her suspicions throughout the game. But if Chloe had had uh, suspicions on Trevor because of something like that, 
likely would not have received first place, likely would not have won. And, and, and I, I should say again, I forgot to mention, the results were incredibly close. Each person was only separated by yeah. one placement uh, all the way through. So anybody changing any of their placements would have changed, uh, would have knocked a, a person either down or up. Yeah. Uh, word would have gotten around, I think, but I'm not sure necessarily like Chloe would find it that weird if uh, she's like the 96 Bulls. Come on. Everybody <laughs> knows that, um, <laughs> you know, no, but I, I think I mean, she again, she had her suspicions at times. Yeah. And uh, I think another key moment is um, Trevor getting Mitchell to back down yes, on the floor yes. because. Uh, if that doesn't happen, because I think that Chloe did have suspicions of Trevor and did want to go in the direction of Mitchell, but Mitchell decided to shut it down because he had a bromance with Trevor. Um, mm-hmm. If Mitchell had decided to pursue it, I think that that uh, Chloe goes in that direction. And again, it's a very different game because you would think like sort of like the catfish move is like more to like play it safe. And it's like, oh, I'm in too deep. Uh, Donnie Brasco uh, with Chloe. All right, you take it. All right. Yeah, that I don't like. Let me get out of this showmance because it's getting too real uh, that uh, she went like uh, in more and said, hey, back off, dude. Uh, this is my Beyonce. Get out of here. Yeah. And. Um, there was one moment in and we'll talk about this more in depth, but when they meet up where um, River mentions not wanting to split up the couple, being terrified of doing so, because I think a lot of people after the last episode thought, why didn't River just cut Trevor? Why did that not happen? And I think that is key. If you think about it, Trevor's link to Chloe was strong enough that two other people were too afraid to cut him. For this very reason, you don't want to piss off Chloe either. You don't want to piss off your alliance person, even though Trevor might not be in it. That was a benefit as well. That really goes the distance ultimately at the end here. We'll be right back to talk about some of the highlights from the circle finale reunion part. But first, let me take a moment and thank our sponsor. Those are our friends over at uh, Theragun. Of course, uh, Theragun, that's the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. It's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. They've got a, a great offer for you to get your hands on. On a Theragun starting at only $199 through May 9th. Now, look, the Theragun is not just for performance athletes. Moms out there have it rough too. Mother's Day is uh, this week. Moms like Delisa, sure, she got a couple of weeks off in the circle, but I'm sure that all of those muscle aches and pains that all these moms can get are something that you need to think about, and Theragun can help for that too. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat muscle tension from working out, an injury, the stresses of everyday life, or like I get the tech neck from looking down at your phone, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. It's got an OLED screen that's designed to make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. The Theragun app is going to learn from your behaviors and suggest guided routines. I can turn it on now and give you a sense of what's going on here with the Theragun 
Gen 4, it is super quiet. I've got the soft attachment on there, which feels really good on all your muscles, doesn't get in there and beat you up like some of these other devices can. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, and hundreds of thousands of customers. And me, the Theragun, starts at only $199 and now through May 9th, they're offering a special offer for the mom in your life. Go to theragun.com slash RHAP right now. Get a free super soft attachment like the one I have on here with any purchase, but only until May 9th. That's a $30 value free, but you have to use our special page, theragun.com slash RHAP. That's theragun.com slash RHAP. Message, uh, open up the Circle Panel podcast and uh, let's go back in. You want to talk about some of the highlights from uh, the rest of the show, uh, not just pertaining to the results. Uh, we got some fun stuff, certainly, uh, about everybody uh, getting to meet and uh, getting to uh, see each other for the first time. And, uh, of course, uh, we got to first see that Mitchell uh, was going to be gone. Uh, I did like uh, River and Courtney just like trying to yada yada it and a couple of people being like, okay, well, definitely one of them uh do you think that that factored into anybody's ratings i mean um, it's possible go ahead chantel no i mean it might have made them not want to like like really believe what um what they were saying what, what, what were they what was going on um with calling them the messy queens or whatever so yeah. they might have been like oh okay th- that then that's true the messy queens thing is true so let's not maybe vote them that high because that means that one of them is the joker and one of them is probably talking badly about chloe so i think it actually you know it hurt them in the end even though they're just kind of brushing it over and be like oh my god are you so excited um i think people are like oh do you know what they are the messy queens out there being called out as mm-hmm yeah, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I think the reason why Courtney, uh, I think the reason why Courtney lost was was the Joker business. I think that that prevented that made uh, Chloe like River more than Courtney. Uh, if Chloe had put Courtney above River, then River at least t- or Courtney at least ties for second and comes much closer. And if Trevor hadn't been so down on Courtney and hadn't put Courtney last, maybe even just putting Courtney third, all of a sudden. Courtney is tying for first place. Um, and so that Courtney, uh, that that Joker stuff was was definitely uh, really bad for Courtney. Um, ended up helping River a little bit, except uh, the fact that people liked River more ended up hurting River more. Um, so it's, again, you have to really walk that line. Um, but I, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that John cared about the Joker stuff. Um, but I do think that Chloe and Trevor did. And I think that's, probably why courtney was uh, a close third place and not second or first all right um everybody after they did their ratings uh is gonna go uh, meet in person and uh of course as we predicted uh chloe is first Puya, uh, chloe uh best reactor in the business absolutely and she was the 1000 percent correct choice to be the first person in there now the Circle did something that they did in the last UK season as well, which frustrates me so much yes. by giving them the heads up of who's Killer. coming in next. Yes. Especially when you've got all these catfishes, let them play the guessing game for two seconds. Like that mm-hmm. would have been way better. So they really, in my opinion, fumbled this to rob us of the reactions because 
we talked about this last season with Taryn, but literally when it comes to that final reveal, I feel like getting the heads up gives you like two, three minutes to be like, listen, whatever happens, I'm on TV. I got to be calm. I got to not show <laughs> mm-hmm. bad face. I got to look good for this. So I hate that. Let them be dumbfounded. Let them be upset. Let them be shock happy. I don't know, but let them feel all the emotions. I feel like we didn't get that because of this reason. Interesting. That uh, Taryn and Chantel, you both feel the same way? 100%. Yeah. Go ahead. No, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't like it at all. I like, it's always really fun. Like we were talking about how fun it would be when Lee walks in and they'd be like, John, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> nope, I'm River. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I, I feel like, I mean, they really messed up the Circles uh, UK season three uh, meetup. Um, and I felt like they, they didn't get this one perfect either uh, with having Courtney come in uh, third instead of River. I felt like, uh I wanted Courtney to have uh, a, a sort of like singular reaction to River rather than a group reaction to River. Mm-hmm. Well, you did get to have like Chloe like uh, feeling like, all right, I'm going to finally meet Trevor. It's happening. It's happening. Yes. It's happening. Uh, and then when Delisa walks in, uh, that was a pretty good reaction of uh, Chloe meeting the love of her life, Trevor. Yeah, and Chloe reacted exactly how I thought she would. She's such a good sport about it. Like, uh, obviously, she's hurt, but like, (laughs) unlike many of the uh, other people that we've seen in this spot before, she does not get like indignant and like, oh, you did. She's like, you played such a great game. Like, I'm so impressed. What an idiot I am. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a third spot in your marriage? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think actually it was Delisa that said, uh, yeah, actually not Chloe. You had the line right. It was just the wrong person that it came. Yeah, that's true. Um, Chantel, I mean, after we've now watched two seasons of Chloe on Netflix reality TV, do you think that Chloe really had feelings for Trevor? I mean, she's just boy crazy and young, you know, Mm -hmm. and she's on these reality shows because she's hot. And I think she's just like feeling her early 20s. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think she's really like deeply invested. Yeah, she'll meet somebody else uh, on one of these shows. Yeah, she's going to meet somebody. Yeah, for sure. She'll be okay. All right. Uh, so once we see Chloe and Trevor, uh, then here comes uh, Courtney. Courtney is here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. this this ordering is good because after the big catfish moment, you want that. OK, there's one more authentic person here for you. You were bamboozled, but this next one's real for you. Mm-hmm. At least I think that made sense for them to bring Courtney in. And Courtney's energy was infectious. I loved every bit of it. I, th- I will say I think that the, this top five was a very, very nice group of people. No one held any bad blood over anything in the game yeah. by the looks of it. No one felt upset. They took all the catfishing in stride. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, only the pre-jury uh, might have been some had some bad blood. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. But Courtney, Courtney's wig is snatched. He was gooped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Courtney has some good reactions. Yeah. He's, he's a funny guy. I, I definitely yeah. I appreciate him. Like you know, he really wanted to win. Um, and even though he didn't win, it's, he seemed like he was still happy for everybody else and like for delisa and you know he's he was a really good sport about it as well even though i thought he might be a little bit mad by getting duped by so many people but mm-hmm. he wasn't okay um river is coming down delisa knew river is a catfish uh so delisa really did have the good catfish detection Terry, was she off on anybody that uh she thought was fake that was real or vice versa 
You know, I don't, I don't remember now. I, she, she thought Emily was fake. Um, so I think she, I think she was probably pretty spot on. I I don't remember her being super wrong about anybody. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, that's also, it could be down to the edit of obviously she ends up winning. So they're not going to show her (laughs) getting it wrong all the time necessarily. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Here comes River, and uh, that River is uh, actually Lee. Big surprise. Uh, and then uh, River gets to meet everybody. Uh, Courtney didn't have any suspicion that River wasn't real? Doesn't seem to be. Mm. Uh, he seemed uh, very shocked. Uh, River did uh, a good job. Oh, okay. Good job on uh, for Lee. Uh, are we buying that uh, River is actually the 20-year-old version of, of Lee? So this was brought up by Lee multiple times mm-hmm. during this episode. And I hadn't heard Lee say this at all throughout the other 11 episodes. Yeah. So to me, this felt like a failsafe of just in case people are mad that I was a catfish, mm-hmm. what are you going to be mad at me for reliving my 24-year-old self? I'm not a catfish. Self? I'm a time traveler. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fully, fully believe this. I, I like this. Honestly, like this is what I've been feeling uh, for the whole, for the whole series. I mean, when, but from when the fact that he talked about like, this is what happened to me. I had uh, somebody who cheated on me once. Um, it, it really, really felt to me that he was just being a younger version of himself. Um, mm-hmm. which uh to me was like uh, like i wanted an author to create a character yeah. not be yourself yeah but, you know it works imagine <laughs> running into lee in 1991 he'd be like i am just so heartbroken right now rainbow heart emoji dancing guy <laughs> dancing guy dancing girl dancing girl uh positive vibes to everyone <laughs> 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 well it's gonna be who he wanted to be how he wanted to express himself you know yeah um, i actually like that he 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 kind of learned a little bit more about himself through expressing himself as river i don't think that he had that intention i think it mm-hmm. just came organically out of him and, and i think that's probably why he did so well is because he was able to color it with like a like a real human being um and i think that's why most people bought him as river mm-hmm um, and then we get at that River was the super secret influencer. Courtney was uh, the Joker. All the se- all the secrets are coming out. Yeah, they, they. So Courtney reveals that he's the Joker, and Chloe's like, "Why did you say those things about me?" And Courtney says, "I was playing Emily." And then that's it. That's the entire nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like what was that, <laughs> did that? Did that was that the end of the conversation? Like there was no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I guess they're really hyping up their like some maybe a reunion show or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess what are you gonna do after that? It's like they don't even know uh, Chloe might be the winner. You know, that's like uh, it's hard to know. Like uh, that maybe if they like gave this information after they announced the winning ranks, it's like uh, like you screwed me over. They're just excited to be out of their rooms, I think. All right. And then, all right, everybody get ready. Here comes John. I will say, Puya, it is a hilarious visual. The more (laughs) that we get to see (laughs) Lisa and Jack walking in the hallway. Yeah. The height difference is wild. Yeah. I love that they did the thing where one of them came in first. The other one came in second. And I like that they saved um, Jack for last. I thought that was the right call there. But no, this was also fun. I think ultimately for me, uh, I said this the last time we spoke, but I'm, I was okay with both of them. Combine them both. They did a pretty decent mm-hmm. job, I would add, on a character that they were forced to use. I think they did really well for what they had. I've seen 
other seasons, two people be brought in to do the same thing, and they've done it horribly. So kudos to them. Kudos. I mean, uh, according to uh, the show, it seems uh, nobody thought that John was fake. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody thought yeah. that John was real. Okay. I think it was a, a missed opportunity to, not to have Tara Alicia and uh, Savannah be the person that's imitating John or somebody else. Um, get those two in a room and they'd have to work out their differences and still try to play to win. So I would have liked to see that maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we'll get to them in the reunion. I feel like that uh, we could have done a lot more with them in terms of like uh, like getting them to meet up uh, like and talk with more of the people that would uh, they had conflict with over the course of the season. But uh, we'll get there. So, yeah, I kind of felt like that uh, Jack and Lisa, I felt like that they were kind of afterthoughts. I feel like that uh, really the core four didn't really want that much to do with them. Yeah. And and this is consistently a problem with uh, the circle is that there is always one person in the final five that just kind of there. Uh, mm-hmm. And they usually also decide the winner. So Right, which is... Um, that's yeah. the worst part. Just just make it four. Honestly, because that fifth person being the decider just seems so out of this world like bad. It shouldn't be the way it is. Um, and this is what the second season in a row where I feel like that really ends up being the big deciding factor. You don't put power like that in their hands. You shouldn't. Yeah. For fifth place, you shouldn't have that much weight in the decision. All right. We are going to now cut back to uh, the reunion stage uh, where we're going to get our reunion with uh, the first five people out of the house. Uh, all uh, real people. No cat, uh, no catfish. All the real ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every single catfish stayed in the game. But to be fair, two of them would have been blocked if they hadn't been able to come back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, Chatel, I feel like uh, that with uh, the way that this was set up, uh, that it was only a couple of uh, episodes ago, or it's in, you know three weeks in our time. But I felt like, uh, oh, remember Bryant? <laughs> like it was like a year ago that uh, I knew who he was. Yeah, he's only I two. I mean, Bryant's a nice guy. Um, I heard that he was on America's Next Top Model, so he's kind of been in the reality TV circuit for a little while. Um, I just don't think that he was an interesting enough character for the circle i wanted to see people that are trying to win not just being you know kind of kooky and Mm -hmm. a little bit spiritual um so it was nice to see him he's a nice guy but uh i didn't really care for him as a game player yeah um but yeah again no love lost with uh savannah and taralisha no (laughs) they're they're still arguing about this it like Come on, you, you both went out back to back over this. Should you maybe be like, well, we did this to ourselves. Let's move on. Truly. Um, and I'm not picking a team. I'm like, this person was right. No, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all did this to yourselves. You yeah. gotta move on. You gotta move no, there's, on. There's no more teams here. This is, this is yeah. just two people who, like, okay, guys. like yeah. each other. Yeah. Was <laughs> it Terralisha who said uh, some truths are truths and some truths are lies? I, I, I did like that line. Yeah, because Savannah's like, uh, Terry Leach was like, that's not the truth. She's uh, Savannah's like, it's my truth. She's like, well, that doesn't mean anything, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. You can say it's your truth. That doesn't make it any less of a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would. I wanted to see, uh, you know, Savannah confront uh, Jack, who was Emily, about uh, the blocking. Uh, like, I feel like uh, I was all there for more Savannah and Taralisha. I feel like I was underserved. I want, yeah, I wanted more like 
because uh, when they announced that Courtney was the Joker, yeah. Tara Alicia was like, oh, because mm-hmm. she got that so wrong. I wanted a question to Tara Alicia, like, Tara Alicia, uh, any thoughts? Like, I wanted to hear some of her humbled thoughts there. Yeah. We easily could have got 10 minutes of fighting out of all of this with uh, Tara Alicia and Savannah. <laughs> yeah. I think that the circle would benefit from a reunion type uh, show. Yeah, I'd really do. I think that because I mean, obviously, this was the finale. This was 49 minutes. So you throw in maybe 15 minutes of extra stuff right there. That's easy dividends paid back to you. And we get more context. I would love that. Chantel, is it too late for the next season of the circle to say, hi, I'm Savannah and uh, I'm Taralisha. We didn't get along in uh, season two of the circle, but now we're going to be playing as one person here. That's that could happen, actually, because like I've seen a few of them trying to hash it out on YouTube and other different channels and them having different conversations. And they're really not seeing eye to eye. But I'm sure that both of them would be like, yes, we're willing yeah. to try to work out our differences and play as a catfish. On the now next bring season. them into Rob has a podcast. We'll sit down <laughs> with the Savannah Terralisha Summit. We'll get them on the same page, ready to catfish. So there is something called the circle, the after party that is supposed to drop, uh, I think, tomorrow. Um, what is that? Well, uh, so it's, it's a little strange. Uh, it says it's 35 minutes long. It says it stars David Spade, London Hughes and Fortune. Five, so they did something like this, I feel, uh, with like Joel McHale hosted a show oh, that was like the King. Tiger King reunion. And then I also think they did one with uh, Too Hot to Handle. They did like, oh, it's another episode of Too Hot to Handle. Mm. And it's like uh, they went to people on uh, Zoom and it was like uh, Francesca and that other idiot. And they were like, yeah, we're still together. But then they were like broken up like very soon after that. So Netflix does like to do this. It's like, hey, let's bring in like uh, some like a celebrity comedian and then have them interview people on zoom. I want to talk about, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm watching the trailer right now and it's, it's those four celebrities um, or those three celebrities. It looks like Courtney might be there, um, but they are interviewing people on, on, uh, on zoom. What? So it's a circle after party circle, the after party. Yeah. Okay. The circle, the after party. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to help them. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So coming soon, the circle, the after party. Uh, this movie is witty. It says. Mm-hmm. Good to know. There you go. All right, what were you gonna say? You want to talk about David Spade? No, I'm just saying that you know, if I knew, if I knew David Spade was gonna be some a topic of conversation, I'm bummed we don't get to you know roast him today. But mm-hmm. we'll have we'll watch it and we'll get we'll, we'll I'll put my thoughts out on the internet. Ultimately, did they need three people to interview like twelve people? I don't think so, right? Um, For the circle, it, uh, the after party. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Taryn, um, clear your calendar for the circle, the after party, the recap. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coming up, the recap. Remind of the me when, when does it drop? Uh, tomorrow. I think tomorrow. Yeah. Friday. Okay. All right. Uh so let's let's see if any if anything uh, notable happens there. Uh we'll we'll let you know of what's of what's coming up for uh this after party for the circle. Um oh we did get to hear from uh, Lance Bass. Uh Chantel, were yes. you excited to get finally we got a Lance Bass message. And Lance Bass is here on the podcast. Psych, just kidding. <laughs> 
Um, okay, I'm just not sure what happened with this whole idea because I don't feel like Lisa was a fan of the show because she didn't really seem to be strategic. She kind of let Jack do all the work with the John character. And so was it just all the gimmick of being able to have Lance on the yeah. like the, the, the last show just making a cameo? Was that Here's what I think thing? happened. Lance okay. Bass is a noted reality TV fan. Uh, Lance Bass uh, famously watches Big Brother. He dated Riken from The Amazing Race. I think somebody at Netflix went to Lance Bass and said, hey, Lance Bass, do you want to be on The Circle? And he said, no, but what about if my assistant catfishes as me? Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, like I would really prefer to not do this. Um, can I just have my assistant handle it for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, actually, no, that kind of works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was so awkward to me. I felt like they gave him they gave him a teleprompter. They're like, these are the things we want to say. When he brought up the laundry to Lisa, I was like, stop it. Like, you don't like this is not a thing. Um, I it was yeah. very clear that they told him, Hey, this guy River really thought you were you. Um, so talk about that for a second. So I didn't love it. I, I ultimately for me, it wasn't like he didn't bring a lot. They used his likeness, and that's not really <laughs> star power to me. It wasn't mm-hmm. really there. Yeah. Not sure how much uh, dry cleaning Lance Bass needs uh, during uh, the year of a lockdown. <laughs> Especially when all exactly. of his good clothes are at his sister's house in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we, so we did get to at least to see uh, Lance Bass. Uh, Tara, will River ever meet Lance Bass? <sighs> I'm going to say no. No. I uh, does anybody feel like that we will see Lee? Uh, does Lee have an Instagram? Probably, Probably. right? Like, yeah. uh, well, like, he's uh, a writer. I could see maybe him, like, I think it's possible becoming friends with Lisa a little bit and like having some sort of like, hey, we're in the same city, let's all go out for drinks or something. And Lance so Bass is gonna pop in, <laughs> pop in, pop on by. Mm, I don't know, I don't know if he does a pop in. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. I hope Lee does get to meet, uh, Lance Bass. Let me see. I haven't really followed too many of the circle characters on the, uh, Instagram. See what's going on there. Um, all right. Any other highlights from the reunion? Huh? Honestly, it was kind of a blur. Yeah. It was kind of a blur. <laughs> it was kind of really, it was really interesting. The, um, like the interview with Delisa afterward, the, where it's like, uh, they have like super, uh, like, uh, like the focus is all over. Like you can see everything behind her <laughs> yeah. and you just see like Mitchell and Chloe flirting and you see Tara Alicia, like, uh, hashing it out with someone in the background. Um, and then like, they're like, Oh, call, Call Trevor right now. Um, and uh, and then she's like calling him up and saying that she won. But then they cut and then they they cut to a shot from behind her to give his reaction, which clearly wasn't happening at the time, which means they told him to give his reaction again um, in order to get that shot. And then she's showing it to them mm-hmm. and then she's showing it. To, it was super awkward. The whole thing. Yeah, it was sweet, I though. Did- I did cry. I got, yeah. I, I teared oh. up. I did. Yeah. Well, you know, it is a nice story because that where Delisa like was a catfish, at least she was like, uh, like her story was real. So like, uh, it is a nice story for, uh, for the real Trevor and Delisa moving forward. 
Uh, Delisa is also the thumbnail image on Netflix. We had, uh, is, is, I almost felt like, uh, that no way she's going to win. There, <laughs> there, she's the thumbnail on my Netflix. <laughs> It would be too bait for that, right? Like you, you'd have to imagine. But I also it didn't. Me out. Yeah, I did. I honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought everything was starting to pivot towards a River win. Um, ultimately, when you think about it, after how everything played out, it makes sense why River didn't win. But I, I, I would not have expected it. I would not have expected it, especially how the season started either. And I think that's good. I think ultimately. Personally, I didn't see anything in the edit that made me believe full, like, this is what the result's going to be tonight. So that's good. I'll mm-hmm. take that. Okay. So I have a little bit of a game to play. Uh, everybody knows I love checking out what's going on over on the cameo.com. Okay. <laughs> yep. So yes, cameo.com, that's where you can get messages from uh, famous uh, TV stars and reality TV heroes. So most of the uh, cast is currently on Cameo. For purchase of a video message from people. Uh, Chloe has previously been on Cameo. She is not currently available. What I thought okay. would might be fun to do is, could we uh, rank the order of prices for the stars of the circle on Cameo? Karen, do you think you could logic so. this out? Okay. <laughs> All right, okay. let's see. All right, let's go. Let's start with the the most expensive member of uh, the circle cast. I think, I think my guess would be Mitchell. And we're saying Chloe's not counted. Chloe here, is right? not actually not available. You're saying Mitchell. Hmm. I'll go. Give me. Give me Courtney. Courtney's my second pick. Okay, Chatel. I'm Courtney as well because he already has like a YouTube channel. Um, hmm. It's kind of in the entertainment world, so I yeah. think that he's already he would be a little bit higher. And Mitchell second, just because he, you know, his his brother and sister were on the pre season one, so or brother and mother, sorry, mm. season one. So okay. yeah, uh, no, you are all off. <laughs> Whoa, it's the okay. winner, Delisa, one hundred uh. bucks. $100. Okay. $100. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Let me also add uh, that uh, Savannah is uh, not on there. And then uh, the, uh, I don't believe Bryant is on Cameo, just to also to uh, give you a little bit more insight. All right. Who's the cheapest person on Cameo <laughs> from this cast? Who could you get for a mere $25? Everyone else is. Yeah, everyone else is on there except for Savannah and Bryant, is what you're yes. saying. Um, give me it, humble Jack. Jack, I'm gonna go with Jack. Jack's humble. <laughs> Jack is not bucks. a real person, Puya. <laughs> yes, he is. Jack is real. John was. Oh, paid. John. So, oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm gonna say, Cat. I'm saying Lee. Uh, so it is actually cat $25 oh, for cat. Okay. That's some humble stuff. Love that. All right. How much for, oh. how much for Jack, the real Jack, not Emily. Uh, so cat was 25 and yes. she was the cheapest. Yes. 
How much was Delisa? $100? $100 on a scale of cat to Delisa. $40. i want to go $40. 40? I was thinking 42. 35, Rob. 35. Good. Give it to $34 for Jack. Okay. Oh, I was over, though. Um, <laughs> all right. What about uh, Terralisha? How much for Terralisha on Cameo? 65. Uh, I'll say 45. 45? 51. Yeah, for, for you again, one, one, just $1 over. $50 for Terralisha. <laughs> uh, Mitchell is $55. Lee is $54. Uh, Lisa, $35 on, on the cameo. What, what's the best value here on the board, Puya? I was cat for 25. Hands yeah. Down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, like cat could give some some awesome uh, cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a big, like, uh, infectious smile. Uh, brighten your day Energy. up. Twenty five, twenty five dollars uh, for cat, and then uh, like uh, fifty five dollars for Mitchell seems excessive. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Yes, That's Does a he lot. Have his shirt on or definitely off? Definitely off. Definitely <laughs> off. I, let, let me click on the page. I will. Uh, but I will uh, be absolutely gooped if uh, <laughs> Mitchell has a shirt on in any cameos. Uh, so he has in one in this most recent one, he has uh, he's shirtless, but he's wearing a, a jacket that's open. Okay, that's the was, that was was Mitchell's the second highest. At 55? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Wild. No, uh, I think actually, uh, yeah, he's fifty-five. Uh, yeah, that's the second highest. Lee, one dollar less. How much was Courtney in the end? Uh, Courtney's forty-nine over on uh on the cameo. Yes, uh, and uh, no word if any cake is involved on any of the uh, cameo stars. <laughs> All right, uh, does uh, the chat have any questions uh for us here uh with the, with the panel? Okay. That'd we'll see. Good. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No word if Mitchell has a OnlyFans uh, started yet, even. <laughs> okay. Yeah, is well, the, are did... the... yeah, sorry, Sean. I think we're about to talk about the same thing, but you, you, you give it um, I'm not sure. Well, I did like um, watch a, a video clip of him talking about answering some questions and whatnot. And so apparently, Mitchell and Chloe have kind of spoken a little bit after and they have kissed, but they're not dating. So, all right. Hmm. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, how'd they work this out? Where they they go to like a hotel after this? (laughs) Maybe it was just like the after the finale. They all hung out, and he he asked her very politely if he could kiss her. Mm -hmm. Well, this is uh, this this was filmed like uh, (laughs) October time ago. October. Hey, but what was? But there was still a pandemic happening uh, since then. (laughs) Like, what's the international travel situation? Well, maybe she's well, I, wait, does Chloe st- live in the UK still, or does she, hmm. she in the US yeah, filming all these sure. shows? Let's get to some of the questions from our live chat. But first, thirty seconds from Geico. Do you own rent your home? I'm sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. But you know it's easy bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners and renters insurance along with your auto policy, and it's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Jared, is Circle All-Stars possible? Uh, Who do we have of, who are the guaranteed lock All-Stars between two seasons of the Netflix Circle? Chuby, Uh, Joey. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Delisa. Oh, Chloe. Sam. Um, River would be. I, I I would watch River again. I think he was really starting to get into how he was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I th- honestly like most people that make it to the top five. I think would be like he's about yeah. coming but back. Would they be yeah. playing as new? Well, how would they do that? Or, or would we have some catfish right. playing as like that's, Joey from Circle One? Fans. Right. That's, yeah. That's yeah. the thing is that there are some catfish playing as other members of the show, <laughs> other previous members of the show, uh, and then other people just still just playing themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think get Ed, Mitch, and his mom all in one room. <laughs> oh my god! Playing as John, like. <laughs> I think what well, would be fun. I mean, this would never happen because it'd be way too complicated. But they bring the all stars back, and it is the characters they want to see back. But mm-hmm. everyone has to pick a p- former player that isn't themselves to play. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be fun. But again, it would be way too many layers. It'd be too complicated. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Puya, Danny T in the chat says, Chloe is going to be on 90 Day Fiance with Mitchell next. <laughs> Mess. Give it. Give it here. Season nine. Yeah. Let's go. Before the 90 days. Well, and he's waiting yeah. till marriage. So that's fun. Yeah. Like, make it really happen. Nice and then Chloe storyline. will be very nervous about that. So, that'll be uh, very good. Yeah. That'll be good. Uh, then uh, this is from Dolores. Uh, Nicole, uh, well, catfish as Rob would be hilarious. Uh, Rob, would you allow Nicole to do that? Yes, definitely. Uh, I don't think that that would be the right call for uh, Nicole to catfish as me, but uh, that uh, sure, I would definitely allow it. Uh, gotta go pack. Wants to know, uh, we need RHAP the circle where you guys catfish as each other. That's fun. That'll, that sounds like uh, that's gonna be a road to ruin, I think. <laughs> I think That'd so. Be very challenging, very challenging because so I know based on messaging with a bunch of you, some of you use emotes, some of you do not use any emotes, and um, oh, yeah, I, could tell. I use yeah, and I use the same three every time, so you'd know it's me mm-hmm. instantly. Yeah, <laughs> just, but maybe uh, not when you're saying it out loud, being like circle, open chat. Like you might have a different kind of personality when you when you're it's possible you know, you're not typing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a question about uh, what long-term changes do we want to see uh, happen to the circle format from uh, Nathan? Is there is there anything that uh, you all have watched so much circle? Is there anything that we need to, uh, if anybody from the circle is listening, uh, what do we need to fix? I think this. I think the U.S. season needs to be uh, one week longer, similar to the U.K. season, um, where uh, I, I just feel like we don't get enough of a chance. Like I loved that this was a more strategic season, but I do feel like I did not get to know the players as well, um, and so I felt like the first season wasn't strategic enough. But I did get to know the players. This season was strategic, but I didn't really get to know them because there was too much strategy, not enough time to like really sit with them. Um, I think that season three of the UK was a perfect mix. Season two is a perfect mix. I think that extra week is perfect for uh, the amount of time they want to do. I think that they made good changes in terms of there were no new people added to the cast uh, after um, after after Kat and Mitchell. Um, And uh, I think that uh, that was really nice. Um, so, I mean, I don't think there needs to be too many changes, uh, but, uh, but definitely I think that, oh, the, yeah, the release schedule, I think is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they should yeah. drop it daily instead of four at once. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I saw this in regards to Disney plus, like what, what's the point of like this, like midnight, uh, or like middle of the night, uh, dropping <laughs> things. Why don't these streaming services, uh, drop stuff like, uh, in prime time? 
Yeah, premiere at 7 p.m. sharp. You're premiering it everywhere. I think that's a good move. Why not? Um, like, then, what's yeah. what's why is is this a bad idea? Do I, production companies have some sort of like, hey, we don't want to be competing with uh, primetime stuff? I mean, I, I like uh, you know, movies release they have midnight releases sometimes, right? Like they probably want to maybe emulate that, but. What? Why? I mean, it's the worst possible experience because basically any sort of like a water cooler show that you're interested, mm-hmm. some a-hole is going to spoil at four o'clock in the morning. And when you wake yeah. up, it's like, oh, well, the, my, that's ruins for me. No, it's true. Yeah. I actually did get spoiled a couple times. I'm like, it's noon. Like, I, have, like, I, ha- I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I I podcast about the. I could not be more involved in the show. <laughs> I just permanently have any variation of hashtag the circle muted on Twitter because I can't have any. I can't see any of it. So, I mean, uh, like, and that's me, somebody who should be the most involved. <laughs> I have to have it yeah. muted. I can't yeah. see any of it. Like, I oh, can't go anywhere. Yeah, I gotta yeah. wake up and watch uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier at three a.m. <laughs> I mean, the fascinating thing this season was I also muted all the hashtags, but then people like Jordan Kalish hashtag yeah. the circle season two. You know, you're no the second person that has complained to me about Jordan Kalish and his uh, insensitive tweeting. <laughs> the second I mean, different person just, to bring that up to me it's got spoiled by me. Jordan Kalish. I mean, I didn't. I evaded it. But also, why is this hashtag a thing, Jordan? Come on now. There's the variants. So the, yeah. They're tricky. Yeah, you got you to gotta have the backup uh, that I have, which is that I also just barely look at Twitter in general. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a hard one to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else uh, about the circle that we want to discuss? Um, I think one other thing that if I was like, hey, correct this for next time. I think you cut the fifth person. I, I do think make the final, like the first season of the UK, it was a final four. Mm-hmm. I think just make that a thing. Like make it final four, add one yeah. more. This kind of works out with you when you add a, you can add a couple more days like Taryn was requesting and you make it so that one more cut happens before you get to the final rating. I think that's a good way to go about it. Okay. All right. Uh, until uh, the circle, uh, the after party. Uh, well, I think that's going to be it for uh for any sort of uh circle news. Um, all right. Uh, Chantel, uh, what's coming up for you? Um, I'm still on my YouTube channel, Real Realness, with three S's, talking about the challenge All Stars at 10 p.m. live mm-hmm. on Friday. How has so that been, Chantel? That's still going. Honestly, I'm obsessed. I love it. I'm a big super fan of the challenge. I've been watching it since like 1995. Well, that was when the real world and road rules was on. So I'm I'm loving seeing all my favorites from that I grew up with on the show again. All similar ages to me getting it done for the half million dollars. So it's great. Okay. Um Puya, what do you have coming up these days? Um, well, Mass Singer, they just had the spicy six episode last night leon i will be talking about that sometime tomorrow and sending it over sometime tomorrow so you can check that out and of course bb can comes to one do they tonight. call it the spicy six or you, you two call it the no spicy? i yeah i am not that creative yeah um or or simplistic however you want to look at it to call it the spicy six. they they completely coined that term um and then obviously bb can's ending tonight very excited to see how mm-hmm. this comes to an end one of the more fun seasons to have watched in a long time so can't wait to talk about that as well. Um, and then obviously I uh, stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. Okay. 
Uh, and Taryn, uh, what's coming up for you? Uh, well, today is the finale of Big Brother Canada 9. Uh, I'll be live on Twitch shortly after this podcast uh, to talk about the final stock watch decision uh, of the season, which is going to be an interesting what one. What am I mm. going to do? Um, I've calculated the EV values for every move. Um, and then uh, tonight I'll be live on Twitch watching the episode, reacting to it live with you guys. And then after the episode, we'll talk about everything that, w- that goes down uh, with the winner. And uh, and all of that, so it should be a, a good time today. Lots of uh, of stuff going on. Um, I will also have exit interviews with the final three uh, out sometime, probably tomorrow. Um, and then uh, we'll probably try and get some, uh, you know, some game recappy interviews uh, with some of the cast as well uh, in the coming weeks. Um, and of course, a final roundtable to wrap everything up next week. Uh, so plenty of Big Brother Canada stuff still coming. Uh, and uh, yeah, again, just find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong or on Twitter uh, at Armstrong Taryn. Okay. All right. Uh, let me tell you about uh, what's going up here on Rob as a podcast. Uh, last night, I talked about the 23rd best season of uh, Survivor, Survivor Vanuatu uh, with Grace Leader, Kevin and Nigel. And uh, there were some uh, fierce Vanuatu defenders on uh, the podcast last night uh four hours of uh vanuatu chat for you there in your podcast feed uh to get you going here on a thursday uh survivor vanuatu the 23rd best season uh you heard about it taryn and puya are going to be with melissa and Amon uh tonight live after the uh, big brother canada finale uh what what time uh, is it uh nine nine to eleven eastern is the show I believe it's eight, eight to ten. Eight to ten. So, so the, look yes, for about yeah, yeah, ten fifteen uh, p.m. Eastern time uh, to join us uh, for the finale uh, recap coverage live at Rob has a website dot com uh coming up later on tonight. Of course, uh, you could hear Puya and myself and Sasha Joseph talk about ninety day fiance happily ever after. Spoiler alert: uh, they're not all that happy. That's no, that's the ironic really twist. Not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, check that out. Uh, having a lot of fun there, and then uh, that we go from uh, Puya plugs to how about a Liana plug? Liana is going to join yeah. uh, Chappelle and myself to talk about Flavor of Love, uh, season one, episode three and four. Uh, I've been watching these episodes uh, on the RHAP Discord uh, with the patrons. I'll be doing that later on uh, this afternoon. And then uh, be sure to check out the RHAP Rewind uh, coming up as we watch uh, a little bit of Season 1 of Flavor of Love. Of course, uh, Puya uh, could tell you, Liana is uh, the world's biggest of love stands. Big, big fan. She was shocked when I told her I hadn't watched. So when the pandemic started... She made me watch both se- the first two seasons and then without me continued watching, rewatching for mm-hmm. herself, Rock of Love, Daisy of Love and so on. <laughs> so I know she's chomping at the bit to talk about this and okay. I can't check it out. All right. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's probably going to drop on uh, Friday night. Uh, and then uh, we'll be back with Puya as well on Friday night for RHAP Patron Mafia. Will there be smoke with uh, Puya and Jordan Kalish uh, coming up for Patron Mafia? Uh, find out as uh, I'll be playing uh, the Mafia game uh, with the patrons of rob has a podcast uh check uh that out for all of the patrons and then next friday we'll be doing another patron brand steal the twist is this month we're gonna have a tribe of brand new may patrons uh taking on 
patron veterans and a fans versus favorites brand steel mike bloom and i uh will go through a, a live zoom call with the patrons of rob is a podcast uh simulating another brand steel season that's going to be coming up on may 14th so a lot of great patron activities uh going on of course this weekend i'll be back with our survivor vanuatu patron uh feedback show and much more i made uh this week's patron cast where i take questions uh from the patrons that is also available for free uh if you want to check out a preview of that at rob has a website.com slash patron so uh a lot going on there help support all of the great shows we're making at rob has a website.com slash patron of course subscribe if you're watching us here on uh, youtube and then hit that bell to be notified whenever we go live and of course check out everything we have going on over on uh, social media, we've had uh, so many uh, great uh, takeovers happening on the RHAP Instagram, including a record-shattering uh, Instagram takeover by Ali Lasher on Wednesday. That's at RHAP Grams and at Rob has a podcast on Twitter. There you go. All right. Thanks so much uh, for that, Scott. Thanks, everybody, for checking out our circle coverage. And uh, let's see how long of a, of a yachtist we're going to have before we get to circle season three. Uh, no word yet. If you had to guess, I think it's already filmed. Uh, when do we think we'll see uh, circle season three come to Netflix? I mean, I would uh, it's honestly uh, could, uh, could be another year. You think they wait uh, another they just- year? They did just release three in a row, uh, which is a lot. Um, but it could be like it could be short. It could be back in like January or something, or maybe late late this year or something like that. Um, assuming that, so it's Netflix's property. Assuming that Too Hot to Handle's next, I think that's yeah. the other one they're going to drop soon-ish. That happens. I think I think we could see a fall release potentially. Yeah, September. Um, yeah, yeah. I think they will do the fall because if they're going to shoot them, tw- uh, you know, uh, two at once, it, it seems like that they would like uh, spread them out it's over the course, like uh, sort of like where Survivor shoots them back to back and does like a spring season and a fall season. Uh, I could see them going back to uh, the well for the fall. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, great job, everybody. Uh, this was so much fun. Uh, hope you enjoyed our circle <laughs> coverage and, uh, be sure to check out everything going on with big brother Canada tonight live, uh, after we find out the winner of BB can nine. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And it's hard work. We know it's easy bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Hey, movie lovers. Who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device.